1: everybody we are so glad you're here today welcome to episode 38 of the life lessons podcast how are you doing today sherry i'm doing really well that's good if anybody hears hammering or sawing they're still working on my backyard
0: (laughs) (laughs) they're out there right now hammering and sawing so i have some kind of fun news oh good what's your fun news well i don't know i think it's fun I think I mentioned before my husband was looking for a new job. Yeah, I think I did. You did. So he has a new job, and his hours more closely align with my hours, which is great because we never had a day off together for the last two years. Um, and now we have two stays off together. I love that. I know. And he works kind of in the evening, which is great for me because I'm a late, late night person. But now that he has a little bit more time, he offered to help me out with the Life Lessons Facebook group. Because he knows that, Lordy, I'm busy. And he was like, what can I do to help? Said he would help moderate the Facebook group. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah, and he's taken, Jen used to do some like theme days. And we had to let them go when she left Facebook because I just cannot do it all. And I have learned how to ask for help and delegate responsibility. So he's taken over a couple of the theme days in the group. That is so good to hear. I love that. Yes. And he got really excited because he, I, you know, remember I tried to start fun fact Friday and then no. it was just, well, I did so, it. Sorry. I, no, I didn't
1: even know. You were I kidding. did it a
0: couple times and then it was just too much to remember. I mean, right. Lordy, I work a lot on Friday nights too. So I would be getting ready for work for the weekend and then it's like five o'clock and I remembered it's Friday and I'm like, oh shoot, I didn't do that. But that's his favorite thing. My husband has like this giant brain full of facts. I call them useless facts, but we'll call them fun facts. <laughs> and uh, so he's going to do fun fact Friday, and then he's going to do our life hacks, tips and tricks Tuesday. I love that. So that's fun. very fun. I'm excited about that. This morning on the Delayed on tonight Social Network,
1: I tried to post um, Transformation Tuesday. And then I posted it and said, oh, wait, it's Wednesday. Oh, well, today is time for Wednesday. Wow. So I posted Transformation Tuesday, and it was up for about 30 seconds and I'm like, it's not Tuesday. That
0: is something I would totally do, as I'm sure you know. I've done it before. Now, you know,
1: back when I used to post in the Delay Don't Deny Group, I always posted, you know, we had something for every day of the week. And it's unusual it's 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 surprising how infrequently I would get it wrong. I think maybe only twice I, I was that on is the wrong day. To me. It is shocking. <laughs> I think I only did it twice, but I posted something like "I'm oh, hello, it's not Friday.
0: I'm like, oops. <laughs> Yesterday, I was so sleep deprived from my trip still that I'm just not recovering well from that, that I was trying to schedule people for our podcast here. And I was so confused on the days and the months and the times even. So I've got to get, I've got to get together. Well, even as
1: someone who doesn't go out of the house to work, apparently knowing what day of the week it is, I'm pretty good at that most of the time.
0: Well, every week we start our show with a good news segment. And today we have an email from Jordan and I love this story. She wrote, hi, Jen and Sherry. Thank you for bringing positivity and smart lessons to my ears each week. My story happened almost 20 years ago, but I think about it all the time. I'm sorry if this is a little long. My parents had planned a trip to Disney World in the fall of 2001 and it ended up being shortly after 9-11. So the airlines had changed a lot of their carry on luggage rules. I was only six, so I did not know about the changes and I was always doing crafts at the time. So I packed my absolute favorite pair of second grade size scissors to do crafts on the plane rides. Going through security, TSA naturally found and took away my scissors. And I was completely distraught. A young man ahead of us in line noticed that I was crying and I remember him coming down to my height and asking what happened i tearfully explained that i had just had my favorite scissors taken away and that i wasn't trying to hurt anyone on the plane he asked me where my family was going and when i told him that we were going to florida he grinned and he said did you know that they make the best scissors in florida i totally believed him and i stopped crying i was convinced that florida must have magic scissors stores and once we arrived to florida my parents took me to what I recently found out was just a regular grocery store, and I picked out a pair of adult-sized purple-handled scissors that my parents tucked into their checked luggage on the way home. I still own them today at 26 years old, even after six moves. I have always wanted to find that man to thank him, and while I doubt I ever will, it impressed upon me what a big impact you can have on people, even through moments that may be inconsequential to you. It reminds me of a quote I've seen floating around social media a lot recently that says, some stranger somewhere still remembers you because you were kind to them when no one else was. Well, stranger at the Denver airport in fall of 2001, I remember your kindness. Thank you. Thanks again, Jen and Sherry, for all the kindness you bring to the world.
1: Well, I think that is a great story. So listeners, we even want your 20-year-old stories. We want them all. (laughs) This is a really good one, though. You know, it made a big impact on on a child.
0: Well, you know, the thing about good news stories is it doesn't matter if they're twenty years old, exactly. Because it left me with warmth in my heart after I read that, right, and uh, a feeling of goodness in the world.
1: Yep. So, So. someone who's listening right now and thinking, "Yeah, but my story," yeah, we want your story. Whatever you have for us, we want it. So send it. Don't be afraid. So listeners, as you see, we need your stories. Send your good news story to connect at lifelessonscommunity.com. We want to hear about companies that have given you exceptional customer service. Give a shout out to a special someone in your life. Tell us an amazing story or share anything that might be inspirational to fellow listeners. We look forward to hearing from you and sharing your good news in an upcoming episode. So before we get to the life lesson of the week, we want to take a minute to tell you about one of the companies that makes it possible for us to bring you the podcast. And today I'm talking again about Branch Basics. You know, as I was writing my new book, Cleanish, I was really motivated to make even more changes to, you know, what products I was using in my home. And I really examined them and made some not so good discoveries about what I was using. And so I want to simplify my cleaning routine and also make sure I'm using products that are non-toxic and safe. So I am now in love with Branch Basics. So when you order their starter kit, you get one bottle of what they have, they, they call it their concentrate, and you get empty bottles for five different products, the all-purpose cleaner, the bathroom cleaner, the streak-free cleaner, the foaming wash, and the laundry detergent. You know, most of the, the cleaners that you buy in the store are mostly water. You know, you're paying for water. So instead, Branch Basics is shipping you the concentrate, and so you have these empty bottles and the concentrate, and each one of the bottles has a different recipe. It's written right there on the bottle. You add the water yourself. You're not paying for someone else to ship it to you. You add the concentrate. The fill lines are right there on the bottle, and one bottle of concentrate goes a long way. You get 12 full bottles of all the different various cleaning product concoctions and 64 loads of laundry all from that one bottle of concentrate. And then, you know, you're all set. All you need to do is buy more concentrate when you're running low and you can continue to use those same spray bottles. Now, if you wanna be a little fancier, they have glass bottles that you can buy for the different, I haven't upgraded to those yet, but I see them in my future. (laughs) I really love that they all start from that same simple concentrate. I do add a little essential oil to give them a customizable scent. Today, I did laundry all morning before we started podcast recording. And I've scented the laundry detergent with peppermint essential oil. Another thing I love about the fact that they all start from the same concentrate is that you're not afraid to use them different places. Like for example, one of my cats threw up on the sofa the other day And you typically would not go into your kitchen cabinet and pull out your counter spray and spray it on your sofa. You wouldn't do that because you don't know what's what's going to do to your sofa. But I know that the cleaners and the laundry detergent all come from the same concentrate. So I was like looking for something. I'm like, wait, I can just use this. So I just sprayed my Branch Basics right there. I think I used the all-purpose cleaner right there on the sofa and scrubbed it off. And I knew it would not damage the fabric because it's safe to use on fabric of our clothes so rather than having you know a cabinet full of all these products branch basics has really simplified my life so go to jenstevens.com slash branch basics to learn more and there's a link that you can use to purchase from there and if you use the promo code cleanish all one word at checkout you'll save 15 percent on the starter kit
0: so quick funny side note story here
1: is it about your instagram post about laundry today no Okay, it's, sounds good. <laughs> it's
0: about it's about cleaners, household cleaners. Okay, and I had this one little random zit pop up on my cheek that I think is from detoxing for my vacation. Yeah, and for some reason, I thought of that movie. Uh, is it My Big Fat Greek Wedding? Yes, where they spray Windex on everything on pimples and this and that. And for some reason, that flashed into my head last night, and I was like. Oh my gosh! And all I could think about was like, what chemicals are in Windex? Oh, you don't want to put that on on their skin. No, (laughs) no. But you could put Branch Basics on your skin. That's
1: the thing. I feel safe. I thought you were talking about laundry because you were you posted something on Instagram about laundry. Oh, you know me and my laundry struggles. And I was actually thinking about you because I read that as I was doing my laundry. And I just have a day when I do my laundry. Whenever that's going to be today, it was it was today. And so I just do all of it and put it away so by the time the day's over, I'm finished. Chad does not do it like that. He also doesn't want me to touch his laundry. <laughs> I just do my own laundry. I did the boys' laundry when they lived here. I still do Will's laundry, because well, he doesn't have a washer dryer. I
0: have it in my mind that laundry is hard and it's not fun, and ugh. See, I think of it as fun. I'm like, I'm doing my laundry, and especially now that it smells
1: like peppermint.
0: It's also a little overwhelming to the, my ADHD brain. Like, it doesn't hold my attention, so I have to feel like I have to hyper-focus on it to get it done, which makes it feel like a chore. And then there's, oh, so many other pretty things I could be doing. And so then I well, wander see, away. What I love about it is you feel productive while you're watching TV.
1: You're like, oh, but now see, I'm I doing the laundry. And watch TV. Oh, see, I do. I do. I do So don't. I set the laundry up, then I'm drinking my coffee. So I was drinking my coffee, watching TV. I was watching, like, I don't
0: know, something on Food Network, drinking my coffee. And then I just have to run in there and swap it out. Yeah. And th- so I'm working on mindset. And they say, you know, think of it as I'm lucky to have clothes to wash and dry. And then I'm like, well, why can't we all just be nudists? But <laughs> I'm working on my mindset. Maybe in a year, you guys, I'll be able to tell you I have conquered the laundry monster. Yeah.
1: Well, I hope so because it's so nice. To- I'm finished. I mean, I do have one load in the dryer that I put in right before um, we started recording. And
0: so I'll just have to take that stuff out of the dryer and put it away and I'm done. Well, laundry has always been my nemesis, but before that, or while that was going on, I had another struggle, and that was meal planning and dinners. And that is what we're going to talk about today. Yep. It is that time of year where parents of kids are transitioning to school life and after school sports, extracurriculars, etc. cetera. Um, I know that was a hectic time for me as a mom, and for me, like, Just fall was the busiest time of year because in addition to all of that, you're trying to get your kids back into a new routine. You are re-implementing homework in the evenings. You have evening commitments like scouting and PTA meetings and back to school night. And I mean, it's really endless. So regardless if you're a parent of school age kids or you just have a busy life in general, we want to help you and your family get a handle on meal times. So I am a meal planner. It was something that stressed me out for a long time, and I finally figured out a strategy that worked for me. And I have actually paid for weekly meal planning pages. They're like a you know a, a weekly calendar, and I just fill out usually a week in advance. Sometimes you know prior to that, what I'm going to have on what night. I look at my regular calendar. I see what I have going on that day. Am I working? You know, is somebody have appointments late in the day or whatever. And then I kinda just plan my meals around our schedule as far as what's easy, what's not easy. I use my meal kit delivery. So when I order that, I go ahead and pencil that in to my calendar. You know, I put the quicker meals on the busy days and the more labor intensive meals on easy days. And then I don't get meal delivery seven days a week. So I know what to shop for around those core meals and i try to plan meals that i that i shop for that can be like eaten twice so not so much as leftovers but that i could use like components of the meal in a second meal so like i might make a bunch of pulled pork and i might use it for like barbecue baked potatoes one night and then use the rest for barbecue nachos or burritos a second night I did when I first got into meal planning, I used a service called emails to plan my dinners, but it wasn't flexible enough. I'm going to be honest. I don't like somebody telling me what I'm going to eat. (laughs) So um, I really just do my own now. Some of my tips are sheet pan meals because they're great when you're really busy and pressed for time. And especially if, like, if you have time to prep them on your days off, you can go ahead and like chop the veggies and cut the meat up and put it in Ziploc bag bags and just kind of have it ready to throw, you know, in the oven. I like a couple of websites that have great sheet pan meal recipes. Um, one is called damnedelicious.net, and the other is simplyscratch.com. And um, I'll link any website that we talk about today. I'll go ahead and link that in show notes so you guys can find them. So, Jen, are you a meal planner, or do you just order your meals and it's at a whimsy? Well,
1: you know, I have realized I don't do well with free flow. That I have to have you a need schedule. Structure. But but my structure is the meal kits. I have to have them. I absolutely have to have them. Like we just were going to go to the beach for three nights. We ended up not going. So but I, I I knew we were going to go. So I canceled the meal delivery that was going to be coming when we were going to be going. And so then we decided not to go. And the meal wasn't coming. So I wasn't going to have three. There were three nights of meals we weren't going to have. And I just struggle to figure out what to feed us. So I ended up making a giant pot of red beans and rice that was amazing. But that I don't know how to make just a little bit. <laughs> so I'm like eating red beans and rice every day. But I mean, hey, it lasted the whole three nights for me. I just ate that same thing. But that's why I love the meal delivery kits so very much, because I do order them seven nights a week if I know I'm if I'm going to be home. If I know I'm going to be away, I don't order them. But yeah, I'm really bad at meal planning. I'm terrible. I have those pads you were talking about. Yeah. I ordered them from Amazon because I was like, at one point about a year ago, I was like, I'm going to try to do it. I, I want to plan my own meals, be a little more flexible. I just couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> so when you order your meals, do you write them on a calendar so you no. know what's what?
1: No, you mm-hmm. just no, order your meals night and by then night. You figure yep. it out. Yep. And right now I'm doing Sun Basket and Green Chef. I'll have four nights to one and three nights to the other. And then, um, like like, what day is it? It's Wednesday. So Sun Basket came on Monday. And first of all, I said thank you, Lord, because now I have the food. <laughs> and then I just every night I look at what there is and I figure out what to have. So like last night there were three that I could choose from, and I, I used one of the ready meals. I'm like, this is the one I feel like having today. And see, I'm lucky whatever I put out there, Chad will eat it. Yeah. So, you know, we're not having any problems with that. So I just put that one out there and we had it. And then tonight we're going to have another one. And, you know, sometimes I'll look at them and like, why did I order these two? They're just alike. (laughs) And I'll bet it's too late, but I have them. But still, it ends up being great. I turn a lot of them into sheep pan meals. Yeah, I've noticed that you do that. I, because it's so easy. Like, they'll be, like, wanting me to saute. I'm like, no, I'm just going to throw this on the sheet pan. You want know, – the best thing about these meal deliveries is they've taught me different cooking techniques. So maybe Green Chef wants me to, you know, to put it all in this pan and saute it. And I'm like, why would I saute the carrots when I could just throw them in the oven and roast them? Right. So I, I do that instead. So – and I have – Will. Will is getting the – I have a Home Chef delivered to him every week that's part of, you know, the the momming I'm still doing even though he doesn't live at home. I send him two home chef meals a week to, straight to his house and he is learning to cook. That's great. So, that's my best kitchen saving tip because back before these were invented when I was trying to, you know, cook from you know, I, we we just ate random things a
0: lot because mm-hmm. I just
1: it's not my strength.
0: It's so, thank like- the lord. I didn't order any meal delivery or even make a meal plan like the week before I left on vacation or the week I came back because like I left in the middle of the week and I came back in the middle of the week. And what did I do? I just went out to eat those days because I was like, I don't know. And to figure out what I want to eat and then to go to the store and buy it and then I might as well just go out to eat.
1: Exactly. Which
0: I don't like to do. My body doesn't like that. No,
1: mine doesn't like it a lot. So
0: Mm -mm. a a plan just makes it better. It's less stress, really. You're not like coming Mm -hmm. home trying to figure something out. You've already figured it out when you had the time to figure it out. And um, it's just there and you do it. Mm -hmm. So I am flexible with the meal kits that are very rigid.
1: (laughs) And we always eat them all. You know, sometimes I hear from people that they don't get to them. And I'm like, I don't even know what that means. We get to them. (laughs) Because I really, if something came up and we had an extra one, I would figure a way to fold it into the other meals. Right. I could be like, all right, now I have these two. What can I do with them? And then I would figure it away. I'm like, oh, I'm going to use this slaw instead. And I'm going to put it here. And so it's just, it's been a matter of just learning how to be, like, I think I could be on Chopped right now.
0: I was going to say, I feel like you don't need the milk, the recipe Milk kits as much. You just want, you just want it all delivered. You don't want that decision-making process yes, of what do I that's cook? It. So if somebody just gave you a bunch of groceries, I think you could figure out what to I'd make be with okay.
1: it. i okay. I really <laughs> should go on top, like amateurs chop. Chop like, <laughs> for people who are not really cooks, but I, I feel like I could make something out of it. All right. So Sherry went to our Facebook community and asked them to share how they tackle meal planning and what works for them. So hopefully by the end of this segment, you'll have some great ideas that you can implement
0: to help you out as well. Kelly, mom of three, wrote, I love how I meal plan because it's flexible. We have three kids and all different stuff. So these days can be switched up months at a time, depending on activities. But I do plan, I do a plan that is like this. On Mondays, we always eat something with hamburger whether it be tacos, spaghetti, hamburgers, sloppy joes. Tuesdays are our super busy kid activity day, so it is always a crock pot meal that is ready to go when we get home. Just pick four of your favorites and rotate through them. Wednesday is always a soup, salad, sandwich, baked potato combo because we always have church stuff. And again, just pick your favorite four and rotate. Thursday is always something I can grab from my freezer and cook because my cleaning lady comes on Thursday and I don't want my kitchen messy. Kitchen, they this could be chicken strips, frozen Costco lasagna, frozen fish, etc. So, freezer meals. My husband's familiar with those. Oh, yeah. <laughs> those are his favorite. <laughs> Friday is either pizza, pasta, or grilling. My husband takes over for Friday's meal. On Saturday, we have activities, and we either eat out or we eat leftovers. And on Sunday, I make something that has leftovers so that my husband can take it for lunch that week. I eat one meal a day, so I don't need lunch. The kids eat school lunch. I normally ask each kid for one meal a week and then fill in the others with a list of ideas I have on my meal planner app. I plan for two weeks at a time. Also, each summer my kids get a Monday through Friday where they get to pick their favorites for the whole week. Four meals at home and one dinner out. This helps me get an idea of what their favorites are. I use the Food Planner app, which is just a calendar that stores meals ideas, and I love it for us. My favorite quick meal is made in the crock pot, and it's just chicken breasts, one jar of green salsa, a can of black beans, and a can of corn. You then have Mexican chicken to eat on tacos, salads, or nachos throughout the week. Oh, I love that. I love that she involves the whole family. Yes.
1: And it's nice to have a routine. See, I really do like a routine. Where you know what you're doing, yeah.
0: It does seem simple the way she has broken it down, where she knows that Monday is this, Tuesday is this. Yeah. That does take a lot of the stress out of it. If I was going
1: to go, if if, like the meal delivery kits all suddenly went out of business and I had to fend for myself, Uh I might that that's I'm going to file this away in my mind is a good idea.
0: It's kind of automated in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Like, all right, what are we going to have with ground beef this week? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. All right. Susan from San Antonio says, side note, it's just me and my husband. We are retired. I use a meal kit service for three nights each week. Currently Green Chef. And I do want to say that makes a huge difference because it's more expensive when you're cooking for a lot of people. You know, I'm just cooking for me and for Chad. Mm -hmm. It's actually cheaper for the two of us. I spent so much money on that pot of red beans and rice. Oh, yes. I know. When I go to the grocery store, I'm like, oh, I need to buy these flowers. Oh, look at these olives that cost 10 I mean, I just buy random things, whereas normally Chad just goes and picks up stuff. So it's a lot cheaper for us to do the meal kit. But with a whole family, it's not as easy. I, I do understand that. So um, she said, Saturday night has become our traditional steak grilling night with a few sides I rotate through or I try something new. I meal plan the other nights. One is my husband taking me out. We often have some sort of breakfast for dinner since neither one of us eats breakfast as a part of our intermittent fasting lifestyle. She says, I like trying new things, but also love tried and true recipes. I have Pinterest boards with things we've had and loved and things to try. My time saver is since it's just the two of us, I often make the full recipe for a family and freeze half. It makes life easy when things are hectic. I know we're retired, but somehow we are busy. Yeah, I get it, Susan. (laughs) (laughs) and then Larissa from North Carolina says I meal plan once a week for the next week I first go through my fridge and pantry to see what I have then I grab my wall calendar recipe book and grocery list pad as I write meals in on the calendar I write groceries I'll need for that meal on my list then when I'm done planning I order my groceries through Walmart grocery pickup sometimes they'll ask for a specific meal and I'll grant their request Ha ha." If you're going to go into the grocery store for groceries, write your list in the order that the store is set up. You'll be less likely to forget something as you shop. Yep, that's a great strategy. I do that.
0: Mm-hmm. And then it never fails. I have one store in mind and my husband will be like, I'll go with you, but only if you go to this store. <laughs> and then I'm all out of sorts. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Daisy from North Carolina says, I cook for my father-in-law twice a week. So those nights I plan to cook what he likes. Three nights a week, I make sure I have enough vegetables for a big salad for my husband and a meat to throw on the grill. I'm vegetarian, so I make myself something for two of those nights. Like this week, I'm making cauliflower curry. Friday and Saturday, we usually don't have a plan, but I always have stuff for grilled cheese. Sundays, I usually make a big pasta or potato salad for a few of the next week's meals, and then my husband will grill. This is just my summer schedule. During the wintertime, I make my husband a casserole and a big pot of soup for the week. It's hard for me to meal prep for myself because I only eat once a day and I never know what I'm going to crave. So I just have enough food for end of times, even though we are empty (laughs) nesters. So they they like to graze on leftovers,
1: like make a big batch and then,
0: yep, not everybody will do that. And then she says, definitely cruise interest if you need inspiration for meals. Pinterest. Pinterest. Yeah, Did I say interest? You said interest. (laughs) (laughs) But not everybody has a spouse who will be like eating
1: on the same pot of soup for the week, you know?
0: Well, and my husband and I just don't even eat the same meals. Yeah. So I can get him to eat like a leftover casseroles, like a leftover pasta or a casserole he'll eat, you know, twice. But after twice, he's like, nope, done with that.
1: Yeah. And see, sometimes with some of these, even with the meal deliveries that are supposed to be for a meal for two. Some of them, like especially if it's a soup or something, because I love to make the soup ones. We'll have enough leftover for him to have for lunch the next day for lunch. And he actually really likes it. Sometimes I'll add something like I'll add rice. It it maybe doesn't have a starch and I'll add rice and that stretches it. And so then like the meat, I don't want to eat as much meat as a whole portion. So I may eat half of it and then he'll have the rest tomorrow. That's really. I'm lucky that Chad will eat the leftovers and likes them. Yeah, he's a lunch eater.
0: I feel like there's two camps with leftovers. I think so, too. Either people are like, fine, I'll eat them, or I hear a lot, oh, my gosh, I ate so many leftovers as a kid, I never will eat leftovers.
1: I do like leftovers. As you can see, I said I ate that red beans and rice every single day. things get better with time.
0: Yeah, it was so
1: good. Uh, All right, we have Kim from Greensboro, North Carolina. She said, I asked the kids and hubby for ideas or if there's anything they would really like to have. I create a meal plan at the end of every week for the following week. I keep recipe ideas on a Pinterest board and use them to add some variety into our usual favorites. Using my recipe ideas, I create a plan for the week. In planning, I include any nights that either the kids or the adults have activities. For example, on nights my kids have scouts or sports, we plan to have leftovers or something that can be prepared easily. I also note any items that need to be taken out of the freezer to thaw for upcoming meals. Once my plan is complete, I add any items that we need for my grocery list. I've also created a master grocery list that includes things that we use frequently. This way I can print the list, highlight what we need, and add any additional items that we don't buy regularly. Everyone in the family uses our Alexa devices throughout the week when they notice that we're running low or out of something. This has helped prevent the problem of us running out of an item and it not getting on the grocery list. Ooh, That's a great idea. That
0: is a great idea.
1: So Kim has shared her favorite dinners, and um, we will make sure to include those links in the show notes. They include a pork tenderloin sheet pan dinner, Korean ground beef rice bowls. Ooh, that sounds delicious. Unstuffed peppers and meatloaf muffins. Ooh, unstuffed peppers. Can I say something about that? What's that? Green, Green Chef often will have a stuffed pepper recipe, and I love stuffed peppers. But I make them unstuffed. Instead of, like, stuffing them, I just cut the peppers up and saute it in on the stove all together. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm like, why am I stuffing this in the pepper and then put- putting it
0: in the oven? I love stuffed peppers, but I feel like they're so tedious and time-consuming. Well, just never do that again. And
1: also, you always
0: end up with extra stuffing. Yeah. Yeah so
1: instead just cut your peppers up i mean they're not as pretty like if you're trying to like impress people with your beautiful stuffed peppers right. then don't do it my way but if you just like the tastiness it's actually better because the peppers
0: like little pieces it's all mixed in yeah that's probably what unstuffed peppers is but i well i make unstuffed cabbage rolls that are very similar yeah. and so am like, I'm never going to
1: make cabbage rolls. You could call me lazy, but I say it's efficient. I'm more efficient. <laughs> I taught my students that when I, we were doing math. You know, Math Olympiad is something we did, and I loved teaching it. And I'm like, look, you know, it's not that I'm lazy. I'm just efficient. I want to try to find the most efficient way to solve this math problem instead of doing all these extra steps. Right. The same in the
0: kitchen. Work smarter, not I'm not harder. stuffing
1: the pepper. It doesn't have to be beautiful.
0: <laughs> Rachel from... The Good Life Nebraska, we've been monthly meal planning for about three years. We started because we needed to watch our spending. Uh, We had brought our daughter home after 10 months as an inpatient and I stayed home with her due to medical needs and we were down to one income. So we really needed to be able to afford our dinners. We plan for takeout Tuesday now, which we started last April as a way to support local restaurants. The monthly meal plan allows us to plan a variety fish, shrimp, beef, chicken, pork chops, and not repeat meals more than once monthly. We will always have tacos and a recipe called Rachel's Favorite Chicken. We bought an upright deep freeze right before our daughter was born, so we could do freezer prep, but instead it's become a major part of us saving money on food. Since we generally know what we eat, we stock up when things, especially meat, are on sale. I don't think we have any ground beef in our freezer that costs more than $2 a pound. My husband has had a few business trips to Texas, which allowed us to buy cheaper shrimp and fish than you can get in landlocked Nebraska. We also buy staples like pasta, chicken stock, and canned goods on sale to keep on hand since we know that we will make and we will use it. If inspiration strikes and we decide not to have what we originally planned, we can generally make a meal with what we have on hand. That's some gin skills there. There you go. We grocery shop on Saturday mornings. We make a stop at Hy-Vee. I miss Hy-Vee. I've never been to one. It's a Midwest grocery store. Okay. Uh, And then Trader Joe's. I don't have a Trader Joe's. Me neither. (laughs) I always clean the fridge before we go. Go with a list of anything we need for meals that we don't have on hand, plus grab milk, fresh fruit, and veggies. My husband and I sit down on the first of the month and have a meal planning meeting. I love that. I love that your husband's involved. I do too. Because then they can't complain about what they're eating. (laughs) (laughs) This also maps out any meetings we might have in the evening, so we know when meals need to be a little bit quicker to the table. Our daughter is now four and a half, so she's not really involved in the meal planning. But I do definitely use Pinterest for inspiration, so Pinterest is getting another shout out. She says I don't really follow recipes exactly. I use it more as a guide. Also, Jen. There you go. (laughs) I'll be like, I'm not doing that. No, recipe writer. (laughs) She says it sounds cliche, but starting with a clean kitchen makes meal making easier and more enjoyable. I agree. Yep. She also has a little tip here. She says empty the dishwasher during breakfast so that you can clean up dinner as you go. Plus, waking up to a clean kitchen is the best and starts your whole day a little bit better. I mean, Sherry knows what I do. Every night before I go to bed, I start the dishwasher. I have started the same thing, especially since I got my mm-hmm. new
1: dishwasher. And then I wake up the next morning and start grinding my coffee and brewing my coffee. And while my coffee brews, I unload the dishwasher. And so you're never stacking, you know, dishes in the sink ever because you're asleep. Right.
0: Yeah, and I think it was maybe our spring clearing episode that we talked about um, clutter and how people who have a cluttered house are more tend tend to be more overweight. They tend to eat out more. So this is a great tip you know keep your kitchen clean and you're gonna be more inclined to cook in there oh that's a good point point. and then she also just suggests like so many other people have sheet pan meals are quick with little cleanup we like italian chicken or ranch chicken and we usually have enough left over for lunch the next day
1: awesome arna says my husband and i sit down and plan our dinners for the week then we make up the shopping list my husband does the food shopping i do most of the cooking yeah you know that's i've shared that before chad loves to do the shopping because he loves to map out where things are the cheapest i don't mm-hmm. know if he's saving any money because he's driving all around but he enjoys it so i'm like do what you want to do go for it right <laughs> he's like this is where he buys the bread this is where he buys the eggs he's got his routine well he's the hunter-gatherer of exactly your, and i'm in a relationship around the hearth. <laughs> <laughs> he does all the grilling which is almost every night now that we have retired we try to plan dinner out once a week on a weekday since we just moved, we're enjoying finding new restaurants recommended from Facebook groups I belong to. We plan to have fish at least twice a week and plan around that.
0: I think that's a great strategy is if you had like a couple core meals every week, you know, using like if she wants to add fish to her diet or, yeah, you know, get some core meals and then just plan around that. Charlotte from Oxford, UK said, I plan weekly on the same day every week the day before doing the food shopping. This way I create a shopping list based on the meals we will be eating the next week. My husband and I discuss what we want and we factor in any activities that may mean we are not home for a meal or if we will have less time and need to plan to make something that's quicker.
1: All right, Lori from Pennsylvania says, we plan weekly and if something comes up, we just adjust our meals over a day or two into the next week. When our kids, 22 and not around that much, are in town, We will involve them, but I pretty much plan the week. As long as it's planned, my husband will cook it. Oh, I love that. Hmm. I love that as well. (laughs) That would be nice. She says, I will involve him in planning if we go camping. My favorite site is all recipes. I've been getting some good ideas from clean eating, but when they have too many ingredients, I shut down. So that's a really a good thing to know about yourself. You know, if you're somebody that needs a simple recipe, then, you know, that's important. She said, I love making Cincinnati chili, angel chicken, and simple meals in the crock pot on Sundays when it's colder, out to have for the rest of the week.
0: Yeah, there are actually two. That is a problem for me too. I see too many ingredients, too many, you know, you look yeah. at it and there's 20 things and I'm like, oh, gosh, I don't know. I don't have time for that. And it may not even be that time consuming, but it looks time consuming. But I have found there's a lot of recipes books out there that are like five ingredient or less recipe books, which, um you know, th- that's helpful if you're a person that gets overwhelmed. Absolutely.
1: And shopping for all the ingredients. And yeah, that's why it's, it can be such a struggle for me because... You know, trying to just make a small amount of something for two people, but you're going from a recipe book and you end up with like either a giant amount of it. Right. Or you have the ingredients left over that go to waste. Right. That's always was the struggle.
0: Anna from Alexandria, Virginia wrote, the hubby and I both like to cook. So we plan our meals together. We ask our kids for input. Sometimes they'll pick a recipe and sometimes they volunteer to help cook. They're eight and 12. Sunday morning, we plan the week schedule and menu. We grab a few cookbooks, the grocery store circular, and a menu sheet. For example, if we have Gym Tuesday, we need an easy dinner that won't take two hours. Or if I have an evening meeting, it has to be a meal that the hubby will want to make. Then we shop the freezer slash fridge and then we go to the store. I use a pre-printed notepad of weekly plans that include spaces for meals and activities. I make a roast beast, whether it be chicken, pork roast, or beef, which will then become nachos or quesadillas or sandwich fillings or a creative flatbread. Frozen puff pastry or pizza dough is always handy. Yelling, Alexa, add eggs or whatever means that we always have a synced shopping list and we do not forget any staples. And I do that same thing with meat. I mean, I mentioned that before with like barbecue pork, but I'll even do like chicken with some like green salsa verde and you can use it for like southwest chicken salads later in the week. You can make quesadillas with it, shred it up and make burritos with it. It's just nice to have it on hand. And if you don't eat it all, you can always throw it in the freezer and use it another day when you're busy. So really, if you need help getting started with meal planning and you just don't know where to start, you might try using a, a service. Um, like I said, emails emails you it's a paid service and they actually say this is what you're having this week and they have different dietary preferences <laughs> and if you really just don't mind somebody telling you what to eat it's great and you can also link it it'll make a grocery list for you and you can link it to Instacart so if you're an Instacart shopper i think i heard i don't know this um also links to Walmart shopping now so you could actually like be like okay emails tells me this is what we're eating this week make a shopping list you shop for it you're done i like more flexibility than that you don't get to pick what you're having at all well so if you're locked into like a, a fresh and ready meal plan say i don't know what they're called but they have like low fat options they have i believe like keto options um they've got all sorts of like dietary preference meal plans and then you lock into it and then every meal they give you that week will fall into that category. Now, what I found myself doing was adding a meal to my week and then going to it and switching my meal preference to go find a different meal. So I was constantly going in and out and looking for seven meals. It didn't work for me. Um, I did not renew, but it was helpful just in that it gave me ideas. Like if you just don't know where to start, it was helpful for that. And some people would love that, that not have to think about it. Yeah, I could really see that. There's also a service called, I don't know how to pronounce it. It's Meal Meal Lime. It's M-E-A-L-I-M-E. It's like meal and lime merged in together, but one L. And it is a planning app that's a little bit different in that you say, I want to have steak, and it will bring up all these steak recipes, and then you can drop it into your schedule for the week. And you can say, I want to have chicken or I want to have an under 500 calorie meal or whatever. And you can go through the app. It's free. And you just go through the app and you can build a, a meal, a menu plan from, from the, the app, uh, from the week. It's actually, I looked at it and I was going to try to use it, but I'm Sorry. I just really like my meal delivery. Me too. I
1: really do. And it, I, all the ones that I use, you can choose what you want. You know, you don't. Right. There, There's options. Exactly. Like, I'm not going to pick the one that's with cauliflower rice. Uh-huh. No. <laughs> yeah. You know, but I wouldn't like it if I had to. You know, I want to be able to choose.
0: Right. And for a long time, I didn't use the meal deliveries because if you remember when they first came out, you might get, like, 10 choices and you'd be like, well, I can't even find three meals that we would eat this week from their menu choices. But they've just gotten where they've really expanded. So and you much, have yep. so many more options now. Sunbasket
1: used to be like that. Uh-huh. And I stopped using them for a while. But now they have so many more choices that it's I can find many things that I want to eat. Right,
0: right. And Green Chef too, yeah. So I do, I'm a big proponent of family dinners. I think sitting down at a table together with no distractions, no electronics, and just really eating a meal and connecting, I just find to be, I think that is a very, very important part of families and bonding. And um, we do live busy lives and more and more families are getting away from you know family dinner time. So I always encourage people to really take that time. That's your time to you know that's quality time that we, we just don't get anymore yeah and
1: i didn't get my act together until cal was already at college with the meals and will was home so will got to benefit from us sitting down as a family just the three of us uh-huh. while will was still living at home that's when i started with really it was we started with home chef and making the meals and just having that structure helped me and so then we started sitting down to these meals every night and i wish i had started it sooner Yep. When Cal was still home
0: so I would challenge our listeners if you if you're kind of like Jen and you're like I'm just not good at meal planning or whatever there is a strategy out there that would help you right and even if you just said we are going to meal plan three meals per week mm-hmm. and just start small and and include your family definitely reach out find out what your kids like and what your husband likes and and work together make it a family uh, a family event. I loved that so many people said in their tips that
1: they involve their husband and their kids. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. I honestly, I don't like it all to fall on me. So if I'm making a list and I'm going to the store, I do pull the family. I'm like, what would you like to eat? Or when um, my bonus son, he's 18 now, but when he comes to the house, I'll be like, hey, is there something you would like me to cook for you this weekend? Because it does get exhausting having to be the person has to figure out what it does. And a family is eating all the time. <laughs> So before we get to the listener led lesson of the week, we want to take a minute to tell you about one of the companies that makes it possible for us to bring you the podcast. And we have partnered with Thrive Market. They're an online membership-based market making the highest quality, healthy, and sustainable products available for every budget, lifestyle, and geography. And as I mentioned before, I don't have great shopping available where I live. Uh, Jen and I both live in communities where we just don't have access to specialty stores and products that many people do. Our options for organic, non-GMO, sustainable and clean products are really slim. So with a membership to Thrive Market, we now have access to the quality foods and clean products that we desire in order to support our healthiest, best lives. They have carefully curated product selection that can be filtered by 70 plus dietary and lifestyle needs. They offer members only deals, rewards, and free full size product gifts. You can stock your pantry with staples, snacks, and family safe cleaning products and pet supplies at prices that are likely cheaper than you can get in a regular specialty store. You get all of this for less than $5 a month and all orders over $49 ship for free. Find out more at lifelessonscommunity.com forward slash Thrive Market. When you use our link found there, you will help support this podcast. Awesome.
1: All right. So next we have a segment we call our listener-led lesson. It might be a life hack, a book recommendation, a special recipe, a kitchen tip, or anything along those lines. Today's listener-led lesson comes from Kevin. He wants to recommend using Lucas fuel additive to vehicles that are older or high mileage, especially ones that are operated in extreme conditions like stop and go traffic, extremely hot or cold locations. It's like giving your vehicle a quick tune-up. I've never heard of this. Sherry, have you heard of this?
0: Well, I have, but I'm a car person. I used to work at a car dealer.
1: Okay. See, I'm not. I'm, <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would
1: never think about adding something to my car ever. This is not an ad, by the way. We don't No, <laughs> Nope. This is just a real suggestion. Kevin said it cleans and lubricates the fuel injection system and keeps the jets clean i didn't even know there were jets (laughs) (laughs) unless it's like the jetsons who are driving our flying cars anyway kevin says it extends the life of your fuel pump and injectors it helps increase your vehicle's engine performance and increases your fuel mileage use it every 2500 to 3000 miles or add it when you change your oil You simply add it to your full fuel tank and one small bottle can treat your car two to three times depending on the size of your fuel tank and i imagine they have directions right there on the bottle but i have never heard of that
0: well the more you know
1: there you go i'm still
0: not probably gonna do it well you know we do live in a an age where people tend to trade their vehicles more frequently see i have had that problem that is something that
1: has been an issue for me and I guess I get it honest. My daddy is like this. But I have been the person who always had a car payment. I would always trade my car. And, you know, as long as my payment, I just focused on the payment, which, of course, I know is the wrong way to do it. It, But I never thought about it. Finally, the last time I bought a car, I paid cash for it. And I really, really made me think about it. Because before, I was just buying based on the payment. Right. right? And they'd be like, I was like, oh, yeah, I want that feature. But instead, I actually ordered the car that I wanted. I ordered it, and I, like, said, what do I really want? And I'm like, oh, well, do I really want massaging seats for $1,500? I'm like, no. <laughs> Because I was actually paying 1500 more. To, you know, right. I was like, uh-uh, no. So I got just exactly what I wanted, not what I didn't. And that's a tip right there. Order the car you want, and you'll mm-hmm. only pay for the features for those you things, want. The features, yeah. So I,
0: But now I have a paid-for car. I've never had a paid-for car. So now do you feel like you need to baby this car because you're going to have it for years and years and years because it's paid for? Well, I don't drive a ton unless I'm going to the beach. I don't. I'm at home a lot. I don't drive around
1: town a lot. But I feel like I do want to take care of it differently. But, you know, the urge to trade it in, I'm not like looking, oh, what can I trade it in for? You know, why would I trade this car in? (laughs) It's paid for. So anyway, it's just a whole different mind
0: shift and it feels really good. Well, each week we end each show with a motivational quote or story from a listener. And today's quote comes from Honey in Georgia. And the quote is, no one changes unless they want to. Not if you beg them not if you shame them, not if you use reason, emotion, or tough love. There's only one thing that makes someone change, and that is their own realization that they need to do it. And there's only one time it will happen when they decide they're ready. She wrote, So many times people grow frustrated because they can't seem to make their friends or loved ones stop smoking, drinking, start a diet. They badger them and harp on them and they can't understand why they just can't talk the other person into behaving or performing in a way that they want them to. People would be way less frustrated if they just stayed in their own lane and let people manage their own lives.
1: Yeah, 100%. We were actually talking about this before we started recording today because we'll, we'll get on here and just start talking <laughs> <laughs>
0: for like an hour before we... My husband says, I thought your guys' podcast was an hour. I'm like, uh-huh. And he's like, you were in there for two hours. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> but we were talking about the same thing. And I shared a story about how you know I saw my grandmother and my mother have a tough dynamic. And and I was sharing it through the lens of my son, and you know how he he may he's twenty one, and I'm letting him live his life, right? And I want to nag him and give him suggestions and say do this, do that. But I watched that dynamic unfold where my grandmother had the very best intentions for my own mother, but she was very much a hippie. My mother was, and not not one thing that my grandmother ever nagged her about made her change. Not one thing. All it did was strain their relationship. So. That really helped me become a better mother because my adult son is not going to change what he's doing. Like he did say he was going to the lake with friends the other day and I'm like, don't drink and drive. Right. <laughs> yeah, I still do say stuff like that. Whatever you're doing, you know, make sure you're not drinking and driving from the lake. But I'm not you know, nagging his life choices.
0: You're not navigating
1: his life for him. I don't go over and tell him to clean up. Right. You know, and, and harping on him, you know, and... Things like that. I'm not, just like she said in her quote, I'm not begging him, shaming him, using, you know, exactly. He's got to decide. You know, his hair looks crazy right now. He's coloring it some strange color. And I'm like, like not telling. <laughs> Your hair looks crazy. You look mom, so dumb. you're
0: like, please don't I do just, that, son.
1: <laughs> I bite my tongue. Because even though he's my son and I love him, it's, it's not going to make him change at this point. You know, he's right. grown. So. That's very true. It is. Well. Thank you, listeners, for joining us today. If you have not joined the Life Lessons Facebook community, make sure to do that. It's called Life Lessons with Jen and Sherry. I'm not there, but
0: Sherry's there, and so is her husband, Eric. Yes. And he got the warmest reception yesterday, so... He was yesterday he was, the day that he joined, or yesterday was the day. Well, I think maybe I added him maybe a couple of days earlier, but he made a post, and I was like, you know, I guess I should introduce him to people, but the members were so great. And they were like, Oh, we already feel like we know him from the podcast. And oh, yeah. <laughs> then somebody said after episode 32, I love Eric. And I, I was like, it. Oh, gosh, what was episode 32? And what did I say? <laughs> what was it? Do you know? It was the um gifts of imperfection. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's really good. All right, everybody. Also, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on whatever
1: podcast. Platform you prefer, subscribe and it will be delivered every single week. And we would also love for you to re- leave a review so that other people can find the podcast. Also, besides just leaving a review, tell somebody about it. If you like the podcast, tell a friend. Invite them to the Facebook community. Make sure they understand it is related to a podcast because <laughs> <laughs> we would like them to become listeners as well. Do you have a story to share for our good news segment, a listener led lesson, or a motivational quote that means something to you? Or do you have an area of expertise that you want to share as our featured guest for the week as we present our weekly life lesson? Email us at connect at com, and listen each week to see if we share your story or tip. I also want to add, if you have suggestions for episodes, maybe you don't want to be the guest, but you have ideas. You are always looking for episode ideas.
0: Let me just tell you, I love when my life or my connect at com email flags me it's the only email I have on my phone that sends me an alert right I'm like oh somebody somebody wants to contribute somebody has this and so please email us we want it to be what you
1: want so you know it, it doesn't say here we need to add it Sherry we need to add it to the weekly saying every week show topic ideas we want topic ideas or even you know if you know someone who would make a great guest it doesn't have to be you
0: Yes. Well, this, this is your podcast as much as it's ours. We want this to be your community and we want to talk about things that you want to learn about. Yep. And I love doing it, but I I really want to make sure
1: we're doing things that people want to hear. It is a lot of fun. It's my fun time of the week. It is. All right, everybody. Thank you so much until next week. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.